But there were three that we liked, um, Free as a Bird, Real Love. And so those were the two that we did. And there was another one that we started working on, but George went off it. <sighs> fucking hell, fucking rubbish this is. And it was like, no George, this is John. It's still fucking rubbish, you know. Oh, okay then. <laughs> so that one, that one still lingering around somewhere. I'm gonna nick in with Jeff and do it, finish it one of these days. Okay, everybody, we're back for a very, very, very special episode. Welcome back to Two Legs. This is episode number 227. We are mainly a Paul McCartney a solo podcast featuring the solo career of Paul McCartney. A little different this time, um, given what's been going on in the world of Beatles and uh, exciting times. Is it November 1995 or November 2023? I don't know. Kind of the same <laughs> feeling with both. Um, but uh, joining me today is my co-host and co-founder of Two Legs and also a co-host of Talk More Talk, a solo Beatles video cast, and that's Tom Hunyadi. Good evening, Tom, and uh, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm, uh, life is, uh, you know, <laughs> good right now. Uh, this is the, you know, moments that we, we, we look forward to and, and, and cherish, so I'm really excited about talking about tonight's uh, topic. And, uh, and you know, a great guest. I'm, I'm in a, yeah, great guest. I'm in my a new great location. Guest. Your uh, new location. So, uh, you got to Michigan safe, yeah. and that's all. Yes. And we're happy about that. And yes. yeah. joining us again back on Two Legs, and he hasn't been on here in probably well over a year, maybe even longer, is Mr. Mitch Axelrod, a co-host of the podcast Fab Four Free For All. Hello, Mitch. How you doing, guys? All right. And um, <laughs> Very happy what was today? What was the happy. last? When was the last time you were on here? Was that for Tug of War at forty? I, I don't know. Yes, remember. I think that I, was it. I, it yeah. Maybe it was for me at 40. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm 51, so that might have been 21 years ago. Yeah. What is it? Wow. It, wow. it might have been. And um, we're really honored to have Mitch on here, and we'll get to it a little bit why, but Mitch really uh, had uh, really some really, really great inside scoop with Now and Then, and we'll get to all that a little bit. Obviously, we're recording this on the 2nd of November. The song has dropped digitally today. It will come out in physical format tomorrow on November 3rd. By the time this drops on Saturday, it'll all be out there in physical formats uh, with the, the red and the blues coming out a week later. Yep. So, um, yep. yeah. So, but uh, but maybe, little bit hopefully, of I'm thinking I'll get mine by then because, as I told you, um, my, my single shipped yesterday uh, on the 1st and then my cassette shipped today on the 2nd. So I'm hoping... Maybe I'll 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 have the uh, the single, um, mm -hmm. but maybe by Monday, my by Monday. That'd I really would cool. think by Monday you would. Um, before we get into the the show topic and obviously the song in question of now and then, a couple of uh, McCartney news item notes of uh, late. I did notice that during the week the High in the Clouds project has been reignited. Yes, and and yes. that's back on again, right, Tom? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Netflix. Uh, apparently, there's a you know a superstar team involved to to get this finally get this thing off the ground uh, finally. And uh, I, I think the the um, I, I think it was six new songs will be presented uh, for this animated uh, movie or film. Uh, so uh, it'd be interesting to see if it's that that Lady Gaga duet that he did during the Egypt mm. Station 
uh, sessions. Uh, so these songs have been done for like years. <laughs> you know, we're just yeah. on this damn uh, animated. Uh, I feel like that the, project has been going on forever and ever, and finally there was some news on it. Um, yeah. So we have high, and then also um, we haven't actually talked a whole lot about it, but we will do get to it proper. The latest episode of the McCartney podcast, "The Life and Lyrics." With Paul Modun, um, the latest episode on that dropped the other day, and we got a, a, an episode on Uncle Albert, Albert Halsey. I don't know if you guys have listened to any of those, not Mitch, yet. Tom. I've listened to them, not this one yet. Right. They're, they're pretty good. Not, you know, there's not a whole lot of new insight, but it, but there's always something that keeps you uh, engaged on it. Uh, yes. I, only like a half hour, but mm. you know what? There's always a little tidbit that you say, okay, I didn't know that, or... Well, that was nice to hear again. So right. it's always nice to hear it, you know, right from the, the horse's mouth, so to speak, on, on what he's doing. Once you get through, you know, the three ads that open the show and then the three ads in the middle of the show and then, yeah, <laughs> no. and littered with ads. And I think a lot of where, us were kind of like, you know, where what, Tom? Now, where are you listening to the show? Uh, just to through a podcast, you know, through the podcast app, you know, any, any generic Bean podcast. Or Spotify and all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's, it's through Pushkin. It's through Pushkin, okay. and uh, the first couple episodes. I mean, he did back in the USSR. Let it be, you know, Eleanor Rigby. These are yeah. we know we know all yeah. that. So that's kind of why I think most of us were like, we, we know the deal. Then they did one on When Winter Comes and Mull of Kintyre, which was nice because you heard Scotland stories, and Penny Lane, and then uh, okay. this to the other day, Uncle, Uncle Albert. So check those. They're they're pretty good, and there's a whole bunch more coming down the pike. So and if you want to pay Pushkin. For a subscription, you can have access to all the episodes. So, you know, I know that uh, I don't think any of us did that, though. I think on uh, our local station here, Q1043, which is also online. Yes. They are playing it uh, commercial free right before Ken Dashow's Breakfast with the Beatles. On oh, Sunday mornings? Yeah. Okay. So it's nice. It's like 730 to 8. Oh, so okay. You don't get the mm. 8 billion commercials, you know? Yeah. I, that's actually good to know. Not that I'm ever up that early on a Sunday, but thanks for letting me. I'm always me. up. Are you? <laughs> oh, man. I'm an insomniac, and I'm trying to sleep it off. Wow. Well, it's a special time. <laughs> it's a special time for Beatles fans um, as we have the, the last Beatles song that has been released today, Now and Then, which started life as a demo uh, by John Lennon circa 1977. Mitch, tell us your exposure to Now and Then as a Beatles fan. When, when did you become aware of Now and Then as a track? Uh, you know, like everybody else, when, when John's demos were available it wasn't on any of the uh, lost lennon tapes so uh which was surprising mm -hmm. and it did start out as i don't want to lose you uh, right i believe so uh you know most people mm -hmm. if they if they go back and listen to or they're listening to this and they go back they're not going to hear it as now and then um so i i heard it back you know when everybody else did when all the bootlegs were coming out and and uh and all of his solo demos were were uh really bombarding everybody because there were a lot you know i mean there were a ton that came out uh and then the lost london tapes but again it wasn't on there and then that's really you know until the threedles had gotten together and and it was mentioned again mm. that was really it um and then you know obviously throughout the years it was in the lennon play in 2005 as right i don't want to lose you as well uh, did you see that play mitch no i not many people did because it wasn't on long. Um, it was on for a few months or 50-something performances, and they didn't even record a soundtrack. It was that bad. I mean, it got horrible reviews. Uh, but there is a um, a uh, video of 
the cast doing now and then or oh. want to lose you. Uh, I had posted it on our our page and and you could go to YouTube and look at it. it it's, it's interesting. So that's basically the you know when when I heard of it when I was exposed to it. Tom, what was your first exposure to now and then as a boot as a bootleg recording as a Beatles fan? Recently, recently. Uh, I mean, I know I know we you know we heard about it during the anthology uh, about this, and then again we heard about it um, during that uh, you know Jeff Lynn documentary, right? The ELO um, documentary. Uh, which will, you know, what he says, we'll get, we'll get to that again soon, uh, because I think that plays an important, an important part. That, it does. Uh, he doesn't that say the, by name what song it is. He just says we, there's no. a third song. He didn't, right, make, he didn't right. name the song, right? But um, you know, you know why? You know what he says is important, and why he doesn't say it now. You know, but we, but we know the story. But anyways. But, um, but yeah, it was just recently that I've really just actually been giving the song a chance. I mean, once we knew it was, it was now and then we talked, people talked about that hiss that was in the tape. Then I started trying to find it and, and, and then listen to it. Uh, so it's only been recently that, uh, I've been, I've discovered, discovered Your exposure the to it. But yeah, I will exactly. say this, they, uh, once the promotion machine started working, so to speak, and mm -hmm. people started hearing what was going on, uh, either universal or apple did pull down all of the fan-made ones the fan-made ones and i think right. his demos as well a lot of his demos were pulled down recently people started uploading them again but yes. everything at one point everything was pulled down you couldn't find anything yeah they yanked right. all that stuff came down real quick I, and within a matter of weeks right any any yeah. and those fan-made demos of now and then have been on youtube for years years and years years they've been on there years right so yeah. I, I, I knew I knew the song was a Lennon demo or just on the bootlegs, just like I Mitch heard about it. I wasn't really in throw wasn't a demo that jumped out you like no. some of his other demos, you know? It was kind of just a half of half a medley and kind of a ghosty type lyric and that was the end of it, really. Right. Um so I been so but I was always kinda puzzled that how were they gonna work that into a new Beatles song during the anthologies, which um leads us into our kind of second point here. Um, what do we believe for the reasons why that it was just not finished during the, now that's kind of been reported over the years. There's Mitch, I'm very curious what your take on it. You know, legend has always said that, you know, George kind of just didn't like it and right. that's why it wasn't done. Now it's being said, Oh, the quality of the tape wasn't that good. George really liked it. What do you think? What do you think the truth is? Okay. So my take is a little of both. I, I'm, and I mean that very seriously. We're never, first of all, we're never going to know. All right, George is gone. We, right. And I know Olivia and Danny are probably towing the company line uh, by saying, you know, look, George, I'm sure, would have joined in. He would have. Because jo yeah. George in 1995 in the documentary says John would have joined in. So yeah. you have to believe George would have. Um, but back then, I do believe he thought the song was effing rubbish as, you know, <laughs> As he's, you know, as Paul actually said, oh, uh, rubbish. He said, okay, no, it's John. Um, okay, it's still but, rubbish. <laughs> but, but, you know, there is a there is something to the point of it was a crap demo. Now, he yeah. did in another interview. He did say, I hope people turn my crap demos into hit songs. So <laughs> is it is it a crap demo because it's a crap song or is it a crap demo because the demo was crap because of the technical the quality? We will never know. I, I believe knowing George, I probably think he thought it was a crap song. Yes. Um, but 
you know, knowing George, because he was, George was kind of an angry guy, but uh, a very funny guy, but um, right. he could be a little ornery. So I think he just had enough. And, and he, he said, this is not the song. You know, he, he once said, I think he didn't want to be a sideman for John Lennon. Um, so I think that's what he felt with this one more than free as a bird and real love. Well, or real love. You know, it's surprising because there was so much more potential for group input with new lyrics and new vocals because Real Love was a song that A was released already uh, on on this Imagine soundtrack right. and was there was less Beatle, there was less time uh, uh, sections for Paul and George to write stuff into it. Now whereas now and then if they had put a little bit more effort in, they could have had more of a stamp of their own on that song well, than Real Love. We'll get to it later, I think, but yeah. I when we talk about the song itself, because I have a lot to say on that okay. um, because people are, are, are getting to that point. And I, uh, and I do have some not insight, but I do have uh, some commentary on what I think uh, about the song in general, in terms of structure and stuff. So we'll, get okay. yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so Paul spills the beans in June. We don't even hear anything about this. The public no. doesn't hear anything about this at all. June, Paul, just well, let's, well, let's, well, let's the cat second. out of the bag. Right. One second. He Go did ahead. mention in an interview, I think, for Flaming Pie that they worked on now and then and that it wasn't going to be, you know, it, it was it was something they were wanted to do. He then, as right. Tom mentioned, in the 2012 ELO thing, I'm going to go back and Nick, you know, and get Jeff. Nick and, and Ringo and do it. Right. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and he didn't even say Ringo. He just said, I'm going to go back and get him and Jeff, Jeff are going Lynn. to go back in the studio. He didn't say Ringo. Right. Right. Um, so he did mention it before June, but all of a sudden with his book tour, it comes out in a, and I do believe in a very nonchalant way, not on purpose. I don't think it was on purpose. I think he just, it came out, you know, in, in, in the course of conversation that right. it worked on this new song. Right. Because, you know, he's already selling a Beatles book, so you really don't right. need more Beatles to sell a Beatles book. You Correct. Know? So you, you, you might be on to something there. Um, maybe it did just slip out. But in a way, I, I wish I really wish he, he wouldn't have. It would have, you know, saved so much headaches from the Hoffman Forum and other places. Oh, God, there. help us with that. Oh, please. <laughs> and there's a former co-host of this show that lives on that forum, lives on it. <laughs> I lived on it to laugh. Yes. I lived yeah. on it the last six months to laugh my ass off. Right, because, well, and we'll get to the reasons why yeah, for that yeah. as we go through the show. Right. Ringo then spills the beans. When did Ringo drop? Well, Ringo hint at it. Gillette did it before Ringo. Yeah. I seem to remember the okay. Penn Gillette stuff exploding. You know, but he did a podcast about talking about it, right? He went to saying yeah. he went to Abbey Road and he got to hear it. Um, but then that was taken down, wasn't it? Yes, uh, the, the, he talked about it. The magician talked about it, and, and Apple made his podcast disappear. Gone, <laughs> They're just gone like that. And first of all, like he, what from what he said, it was so inaccurate. Oh, they they put a 1960s Paul voice on there. No, they didn't, you jackass. It was a night. Was it was 19? That was just so inaccurate. What well, he said. Was someone speculating. You know, he did have some accurate stuff, though. Some. Yeah. But it's just a fan. He's a fan. And he heard right. it, got excited, and decided to spill the beans. Now, look, there's parts of me that say some of this was orchestrated. All right, hmm. 
because you know what? There can never be the publicity machine. There can never be bad publicity. So, I mean, right. and by us sitting there and everybody saying, oh, my God, Penn Jillette just talked about a new Beatle track. And now his podcast is down. Everybody was still talking about the Beatle track. So because what, yeah, the machine, whether, the machine yeah. was the machine was running. It was starting now, whether Giles, because why would Giles play him a new Beatles song if if he didn't think he would. And Penn Jillette of all people, like the right. guy hasn't been a relevant comic comedic in 30 years, like some right. old washed up guy. Come on. Well, I mean, I would think, you know, even if he did play it to him, that they didn't make him sign an NDA. So did they really think he was going to shut up if he's a Beatles <laughs> fan and talking about a new right. Beatles song? Right. So I think I think they didn't, you know, by not signing an NDA, I think they thought, okay, if he, if he blabs, it's not going to hurt us. Right. Only help us. We'll have to come out and say, oh, stop. Right. But, you know, or, you know, the, the old joke of, oh, sorry. Oh, stop. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't. But, but yeah, but oh, keep going. Yeah. yeah. Because he started the wheels going and then obviously Ringo chimed in and, oh yeah, it should be out already. And right. So, you know, so I think I'll, I'm not saying it was all orchestrated, but I, I wouldn't doubt it if there was a little bit of, you know, hey, spill the beans a little bit and see what, what the public thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. of course. And then, of course, it uh, it gets delayed. The announcement gets delayed. Why? Now, this has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. Guys, it doesn't. Come on. Do you think the Beatles give a damn about Taylor Swift? No. Right. No. Right, they don't, and 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 when you however, they, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to go up against her, though. I mean, you you don't want up to go against her, though. I mean, no, let's face no. it. No, she's the biggest funny. selling artist right now. Yes, she is, and and you got to give her props. It's not. Yeah. No. So I'm not. I'm totally not. I'm not a uh, non-Swifty, uh, but I'm, right. I'm not a Swifty. Um, but I will say this: the. <laughs> When we were in the listening event, I said they should have on the picture sleeve. They should have said the Beatles featuring Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, when 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 there's when there's master's degrees programs in fifty years on Taylor Swift, then yeah, let's right. have a conversation about her. Okay. Right. And then we will all have shaken it off, so to speak. Yeah. Oh, please. Um, Before you get to your thoughts on the on 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 the the late announcement, I mean, you were pretty vocal on on your uh, on your Facebook page or the Fab Forum for a free-for-all Facebook page about, you know, hearing all these rumors when people, all these speculations, uh, you know, you seem like you were having a great time with it. I was having a great time with it because everybody thought they had the inside info. <laughs> and I just watched it and left because, look, you know, there was no delay. There was no this. Everybody kept saying, oh, it's going to be 929. And then, oh, it's going to be October 9th. Oh, October. Right. right. That's a sexy date. Come on. Yeah, it's a sexy date, but it's also not, you know, it was not it was not going to happen. And I and I knew October 9th was going to come and go and nothing was going to be said. And they and I was reading all the boards. I was reading all the speculation. And again, I'm not saying I was anything special because I knew something. Uh, I'm not. Believe me, I'm just a fan. And I was very happy. And I just kept my mouth shut. And everybody was tripping over themselves. And it was especially fun when all the quote insiders were actually like yelling at the other insiders. How come you told me that this was coming out now? And the announcement, where is the announcement? I'm going to die. If I don't get the announcement by, by the ninth. I'm like, what? I mean, people were, people were losing their crap. I mean, about this announcement. <laughs> and, and then, and then videos upon videos about videos about the oh, announcement. I know. Oh, I know. A, a video. When are we going to get the, like, and look, 
I'm all for YouTube clicks because you get money and whatever. But at some point, you know, how many videos do we have to have? Where's the announcement? Stop right. already. Just, can you and just then, wait? Right. You and know? then that stupid AI generated little uh, cartoon of, of the Beatles. And, you know, and well, then all of a sudden, bigger. that was, yeah, that was another, yeah, that became a crazy thing upon itself as well. Oh, you know, that bothered me so much because, and I debunked that, and, and I'm not taking credit for debunking it. Right. <clears throat> I'm just saying it was very easy to debunk. You know why? Because some fan went in and did a Paul McCartney one and said, uh, show me a Pixar Paul McCartney. And right. it did it, and it looked exactly like the other one, and it, and it put up Disney Pixar. And I put it up, and I said, guys, this is from a fan who did this last night. You don't think right. that this three Beatles all righties are, are right. why would they put up three Beatles all righties? You know, whatever it was. Maybe one was a righty and two were lefties, whatever it was. It was stupid and it wasn't real. And no, you know, we would know if Pixar was going to do a Beatle movie. And then right. there was all then, the, then, well, the announcement yeah. getting, we're not going to get the red and blue because there's going to be a soundtrack to that movie. And they want to hold off and put all the red and blue stuff on right. the internet. I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, you hear yourselves talking. It sounds so stupid. So dumb. All right, so Mitch, you had the opportunity to go to an exclusive event, a listening event about now and then. Please tell us about that experience. I, I mean, I right. wasn't the only one. Uh, you know, right, there because there was one in L.A. as well. Um, yeah. and, and overseas. Yeah. Yeah, there were, there were a few. Um, we were invited. Uh, you know, look. We, we have a good relationship with, with Apple and Universal, and uh, we never take for granted any opportunity we get. We don't. We, we, it's not like expected because we're journalists. You know, I'm, right. I'm just schmo in a basement right now. But, uh, but yeah, we are journalists, and, and so we get invited. We're always very grateful, and we always help out. And, you know, we had to sign an NDA uh, because right. they really wanted to keep the integrity of the campaign uh, yes. and the song. You know, they didn't want it leaking. And to to a, every journalist credit, and I'm talking about every journalist in that room, at least in my listening event, nobody blabbed. And, and right. that, I mean, I guess that's what the legality <laughs> will force you. To, but nobody, it could have easily, someone could have said, I don't give a damn if they, what right. are they going to do? Not, not service because me anymore with Beetle products? Yeah. Because I remember last year, didn't I, I think Bill King uh, report something? And from because I think there was someone blabbed to maybe to him about it, and then he talked about the yellow submarine thing, and then that that ended up getting taken down. So if you're lucky enough to get invited to these things, you know, be be respectful, have some integrity, yes. and 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 do the right thing. Mitch, when when and where was it? Where was it held? It was uh, late September uh, at a theater in New York City, uh, a Dolby theater where they could uh, play Atmos stuff, mm -hmm. uh, which we've never done before because any listening event we've ever had or been invited to, um, it was in a studio, Electric Ladyland, uh, the power station, someplace where you could really hear the music well. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. one, they wanted to show us the video and the 12-minute documentary, obviously. So there was a screen, obviously, uh, a a a really good screen so so this was so when when you heard the song you just watched the video they didn't play the song first well no first well well we we were you know obviously we were told what were what the agenda was going to be for the day they talked about the marketing of the of the whole campaign 
Um, and then they they played the documentary first. Uh, the documentary totally blew us all away. Uh, I mean, emotional. And, and, and I want to talk about the documentary a little bit, if, if you don't mind. No, we're going to no. get to that. Yeah. Okay, so then then they played us uh, the song by itself. And okay. I, I will say I'm I'm not ashamed to say I wept. I did mm. As, because just like everybody else was saying yesterday when they in the documentary, when you first hear John's voice clear mm -hmm. and they say, you know, and, and Paul says and it was crystal clear. And then they, that's when we heard that, first of all, in the documentary, I wept also. Then they mm. played the video and uh, not the video. They played the song and with with just a dark theater. And it was, I mean, emotional wasn't the word, you know, it, it's just, it was right. amazing. So it was, uh, when, when they sang the harmonies on the chorus for now, and yeah. I miss you. Yes. I, I mean, forget it. Done. I, I was a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's, and that then, seems to be that. And we'll get to that. That seems to be the real emotional punch part of that yes. song. Absolutely. And then, uh, we talked about the red and blue. We didn't go totally into the red and blue. They played us a couple of tracks which I'll be honest with you, I was not blown away by, and not because they're not good. Um, they played us uh, I Am the Walrus and Ticket to Ride. Now, in an mm. Atmos theater, it's very tough. Everybody was saying you need to hear it in stereo. Because Atmos, first of all, 1% of 1,000% of people have Atmos, number one. Right. And second of all, when you're hearing it all spaced out, it's just not as compact. So... Um, I've since heard those two songs and everybody's going to be blown away. I'm telling you right now. Um, I mean, blown away. You've heard love me do today. Yep. Yes. Uh, love me do just, I don't know what you guys thought about it, but Holy crap. Um, it's now a really good stereo mix and it sounds like, you know, Paul's bass is not plotting. Paul's bass sounds like a nice bass track. So uh, expect a lot of good from the red and blue. So we went into that a little bit, not a lot. And then, at the end, they surprised us with the video, <laughs> and I, that's when I had to change my underwear. <laughs> I bet. I'm not kidding. It was. I mean, yeah, I believe you. Was, you. You can't. I mean, talk about leaving us on a high note. Uh, the most emotional note. Uh, and again, some people, it, you know, you'll see. You will have seen by now the video by the time this is up. Um, I, I absolutely adored it. So it, that's basically what the whole thing was. You know, they talked a lot about everything. We had question and answer time. Um, and there were a lot of great questions. Uh, my colleagues, Tony and, and Rob, asked some great questions, too, about, and I think this is important. People are saying, oh, my God, how come they didn't put out an EP of Real Love and Free as a Bird right. with this? You right. can't, yeah, I understand why. Because they know. wanted... They didn't. I could see why people wanted that, but you got to have all the attention on the one song. Correct. And and you know what? Um, based on what they said, I, I would. And again, nothing is in stone. I would expect to see anthology in the in the future. In the yes. Future. Done. Well, yeah. With this new. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right, yes. So yeah. everybody complaining about it. I I think you know if you wait a year or two, I think you you will be happy. And you'll stumble upon a year or two from now is about the 30th anniversary of the anthology. So I think, it's, yeah. I think we're but timing also, is good. You know what? Everybody was also complaining. Why is, why is now and then on uh, the end song on the blue? And yeah. when they, at the event, 
They said, you know, they told us it was going to be Love Me Do as the as the double A side because it's a double A side. Right. Right. And, and they said and they said, guys, the reason and gals, the reason why is because that Love Me Do is the first Beatles single. Now and then is the last. It's as simple as that. Well, probably the last, as Paul no, said no, in the no. documentary. I think Paul was misspoken. You never. <laughs> they, they did say there will never be an AI created Beatles song. Mm. Ever. No. no. So if, if that's the case, this is the last thing George played on. Yes. And, and right. so it will be the last true Beatles single. So it was so simple. You know, even the red and the blue now, what leads off the red is the first single. What ends the blue is now and then. So it's, you, it's so bookended. Simple. It's and bookended, it and the it single bookends both of these albums, and it makes total sense. It works. And, and let me tell you right now, they did, they are using the single version as the uh, to lead off the album. Okay, not the not the Andy not White. The Andy White. Okay, because yeah. you really want the true. Well, you know that's <laughs> a big thing because it's always been Andy White, but you right. really want Ringo on both. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Correct. And it's only fair. True. I mean, quite frankly, you have to. You have to. Um, so Mitch, did you did, did, was, did they? Was, that event was, sounds incredible. Did they make you turn your phones in before you walked into the place? No, that was the weird thing. I thought you know. <laughs> A lot of times you have to put your phone in a pouch and no, I mean, seriously. Right. And you're not allowed to, cause uh, you know, I, I wish I would have thought about being a, a schmuck and, <laughs> and turning on my recorder while they were doing, cause I'm not that I would have leaked it because I, I, I want to keep my good relationships. You're, right. You know, why, right. why, why ruin relationships for the future by doing something stupid and having a, a lo-fi leak. Right. Uh, and nobody did it. Nobody. I think everybody was so stunned by what was being heard that nobody even thought about like uh, maybe people did it on the phone to hear it later. I don't right. know, but if they did, they didn't leak anything, which I thought was really great of everybody there. So fantastic. What a, what a, what an experience that would have been about how many people were there, Mitch? Uh, you know, there were a couple of sessions. We were in the early one. I mean, you know, 20, 30, not, it's so, not, not, it's not huge. No, it's no, not it's not a 300 people but, or no, but the heavy hitters were there. I mean, a lot mm -hmm. of, you know, a lot of the heavy hitters were there, and I'm not saying me. Um, you know, much more important people than than me uh, were there. Um, although, you know, the one thing I will say about us, and I when I say us, I mean all podcasters. I'm not talking about just my podcast, our podcast. You know, Tony, Rob, and I. All of us podcasters, um, I think we don't get as much credit as we deserve because. Um, if you see something in print from Rolling Stone or even online and Rob Sheffield is a wonderful writer and he deserves a lot of credit actually for this red and blue because his article on the 50th anniversary, I think spurred this on, I think, mm. but, and, and we, we met him there again and he's great. So I'm not saying anything against Rolling Stone or Rob Sheffield, but any print media, you, you read it and it's done. If you or I are on our podcast, this podcast right now that we're doing, you could hear this 20 years from now. Right. 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 Hours, and I we, and you get more. I'm going to say more legs. <laughs> you, you get more than two. Um, no, but you, you get more legs from from a for uh, marketing from us. Right. Than you, you know, right. some of the heavy hitters. So I'm not, you know, saying anything bad about them, but I think. A lot of the, you know, the, with the new technology with podcasts, I think we need to be um, realized, you know, more uh, in the industry because I think 
right. we have more of a reach for a longer period of time. Right. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, we're the ones like right now talking about this stuff. I mean, giving our giving people our opinions. So, I mean, people, right. you know, not to say we're big headed or anything, but people sometimes yeah. look to us for 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 our opinions and, right. and, and thoughts on these things. And, and yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think we should be taken a little bit more seriously when it comes to promoting uh, these releases. Right. Yeah, because and, and not getting again. shut down when we're just showing uh, the documentary on silent on a live stream <laughs> last night, and, and and they just zapped us after five minutes. Wow, that's that's the bots who are doing that. Yeah, but, for but, sure. No, but I mean, honestly, taken seriously is right because you know, look, all the print media people are done. They wash their hands with this, and they're on to yeah. the next thing. Right, we, right. You know, I, I mean, I've I've said it off camera and I'll, uh, off mic, and I'll say it again. I've been promoting this for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yes, you uh, have. Helping people up and, 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 you know, not for any gain of mine. I'm not making any money on this. I'm not getting, you know, I, we may get some promos to give away to our listeners, but I, I'm not making anything on this. This is not something that I'm in, invested in, so to speak, but I'm a, I'm a fan first. And I right. love this. So if I could share any info and pump people up without giving anything away, I'm going to do it. And, I'm, and we keep doing it. Yeah. So, thank you, Mitch. Well, thank you very I much. Thanks to everybody who did it, because there were a lot of other people who, you know, either shared my posts or gave other insight. And you know, those are that's what those people should be taken more seriously, because that, like tomorrow, the print media is not going to talk about the the video. We no, are. Right. We are. We. Are, I'm going to post like crazy, and then all probably all week. I mean, the red and blue. I mean, once the media has talked about the red and blue, they're done. You and yep. I and Tom and everybody else who does these things, we're going to keep going. And we're going to give this thing legs till well after the holidays. Correct. So I think we should be taken more seriously. Agreed. Agreed. Now, moving on to the documentary, which dropped yesterday yeah. at 3.30, which uh, uh, here in, uh, on uh, Wednesday, the 1st of November, which you had seen. Um, obviously, watching it again yesterday, did you feel the same way and the same that you saw in September? Was it, was it still uh, as, as moving for you? I mean, it was yeah. incredible. I watched it like three times yesterday. Yes. I, I have to say it, I, I showed my family and, you know, my kids are 21 and 20. Um, yeah. And, you know, they... A document. First of all, they love the Beatles. Not like me, because they've had enough growing up with the Beatles. But <laughs> so when you see a good documentary, it doesn't matter what the subject is, as long as it's good. And this is twelve minutes of goodness, of really good goodness. Right. Um, my wife loved it, and, and you know what? It's just, it's very moving. Uh, you know what part got me the most, and it got what? me in, in the event, and it got me. It gets me every time I see it. When Paul says. Aren't I lucky to have had these men in right. my life? Yeah. And all the body of work. When when I saw it at the event, again, I cried. And I'll tell you why. Because it sort of said to me that Paul realizes his mortality. Yes. Mm. And I realized my mortality. Because I, even though I'm 20 years younger than Paul, I, I still... There's a part of me that doesn't want the Beatles to die. And I don't, and I don't mean... Physically, I mean, I don't want Paul and Ringo to pass, right. obviously. But I, I don't want the Beatles to ever, the legacy to ever die, which it won't. But when you hear that, it's almost like Paul resigning himself to the fact that yes, this is it. And, and that's it, what you hear. Uh, that's what you hear in the song, which we'll get to at the end yes, of the show. That's too. but that's that's, that's what the song. Me. Yeah, that really and, got and, to me. Um, right. It was it was very emotional. That one part. 
I mean, there's a, a million emotional parts. The, again, the, the the first hearing, the first uh, listening of, of John's voice, solo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, so it, it was well done. Oliver Murray did an incredible yep. job of, of directing and producing. He also wrote it. Um, Paul does a good job of narrating it because he does narrate yeah. it for the most part. I mean, you can tell so, that this is his baby. You can tell that this is his baby. Uh, throughout the whole 12 minutes, uh, you know, right. I mean, it, it, this it, the 12 minutes is so Paul heavy, you know, with the narration. I, I mean, but I would have liked as a it should be. Ringo. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's the Beatles. You want, you know, I would have liked maybe a little bit more Ringo uh, doing some narration as as well. But the point is, is that this, I mean, Paul's the one that's been pushing for this to to get done. Yes, you know, I, I think, and he has. I think the crown, one of the crown jewels of the whole documentary is seeing that anthology footage that we had not seen before. Correct. Right. Um, we've seen some of that stuff in the Real Love video and some of the other outtakes on the anthology on the bonus disc, but seeing some of those other clips... We had never seen George trying to do Norwegian Wood. No. Never. The 14 hours of anthology footage that, that they that, talked about. Uh, uh, right. Well, one of the things in the event <laughs> that Rob asked was, hey, what about anthology? And they said, you know... Just wait. It, it's it's in the future. All right. And, and again, they didn't let on anything. They just said it's in the future. So is everything. But yeah, obviously, when they when they when Peter mentioned the 14 hours and I posted it with a big bold and said, hey, people, you know, this is this was mentioned for a reason. <laughs> you know, I at least I think it was. Um, and then I followed up the question. Well, uh, if that's the case with with anthology in sometime in the future, are we going to get an expanded Threedles, uh video? And I was told I can say no more. Uh, yeah. I didn't say it like that because that would be too healthy. Mm -hmm. But um, but I would expect that somewhere down the road, uh, at least more of the Threedles footage uh, of that 14 hours, if not the 14 hours, obviously we're not going to get that. But even right. if we get another hour, I, I'm all in. Well, I mean, let's take let's take what we can get. I'm sure Peter Jackson has seen all 14 hours. He's he's got it. Right. He's well, got it all. Also, don't forget the in the in the documentary you saw the actual footage of Paul and George recording because right. Paul's yes. mouthing the words. He's, it's not that's like, that's the footage from '95. Correct. Right. right. So, so you're know, seeing I mean, it like, then. Oh, you know, there, there's something here, um, and I can't wait to see more of it. So. Right. And and as we move into the song itself, it's very curious how much vocals we're hearing, like how much of Paul's 95 voice is in this new recording and obviously how much of his current voice is in here. Right. Moving forward to break the song down, that'll be really interesting to hear about how much noon stuff was for vocally was added on to it from 95 to now. Well, you can you can hear uh I've been playing the song nonstop in headphones. So <laughs> right. you can hear Paul's 95 voice when he says, we'll love you. Right. Mm. Um, that's definitely 95. But, um, or at least I think it is, unless they did trickery in the studio, which I, I, they said they didn't. Um, mm. But you you definitely hear the old man Paul, and I don't mean that in any disparaging way. <clears throat> you, you hear the older Paul harmonizing on the chorus. Ringo's yes. on the chorus yeah. too, by the way. Uh, okay. which, you'll, which you will have seen in the video, you know, singing the chorus. Um, right. But I think, you know, you, you do hear, I don't know which Paul is is sort of mirroring singing in unison with John, not with harmonizing John. on some parts. I would assume that's the 95 Paul. Yeah. So I don't even know anymore. You never know they, what they could do in the studio and, 
and and right. how Paul's voice was one day and not the other. I don't know. It doesn't matter, does it? It really doesn't. It's it's. I will say this. I do feel that it's a it's a different kind of Beatles song, and it's not the same as "Free as a Bird" and "Real Love." It's very, it's 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 a great. I love the song. I love. I'm gonna listen to it a thousand more times. But the the legacy, this is the end kind of feeling is so very prevalent in this song. Uh, you know, you know the, I, I want to say something about the structure because people are bitch moaning and complaining about that today. Where's mm. the I don't want to lose you part? You know, right. that's a bridge. Well, let me tell you something right now. If you listen to John's demo and you hear the I don't want to lose you. Right. He doesn't finish it. He, he doesn't finish it. it. Says, well, dee, 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 right, dee. that and, was and fine Paul cutting that. Right, Paul could have easily finished that, but I don't right. think he wanted to intrude on that. Um, he was right. very, he, he he definitely, he pulled back a lot on this, but in terms of structure, because people are saying, oh my God, this is so boring, it's not even, no, it's not. Because no. no, it's listen, not. Listen to Free as a Bird. Free as a Bird is what? It's a verse, a verse, and then it's a bridge, and then another verse and another, the same bridge sung by a different Beatle. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. No chorus. It has no chorus. No. This has this verse, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, musical, right. solo, Outro. interlude, and then another verse. It's, I would rather have chorus than bridge, to be honest. And what, 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 a, what a chorus. Oh what a chorus. He starts singing yeah. in the harmony, and the, the harmonies soar up to the clouds, and you're just like, okay, this works for me. Yes. Right. Yeah. The, the, think... the, the bit that, that was cut out, the I don't want to lose you, abuse you or confuse you. You know, I, I don't know if that was like a wasted opportunity for 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 a chance for Paul to do a lead vocal in there, kind of like he did with, you know, Free as a Bird um, and, you know, and, and with George. But I can see how it doesn't really fit to to what they were trying to accomplish with this track. I think it kind of like steers the song into a, maybe a different direction. But it does. You know, but but I would have liked to have maybe heard a little bit more Paul in this. But you know, it, it's it's great the way it is. Yeah, I I think also, you know, look, and again, it's going to sound disparaging, and I'm really not. But maybe Paul didn't want to sing on the last Beatle track in his current voice. Yeah, that that maybe. could be. And, and then again, I'm That's not fair. disparaging him. I'm not. I I love sure. Paul, and I think in the studio it could have probably worked. But you know, you do hear him. In, excuse me, in his older voice, I'm not going to say warbling a little during the uh, the chorus, but it works because you're in unison with the others. Correct. If you're right. solo right. and it's sort of the older voice. It may know, not have yeah attention away the, from the song. If no. if more work if more work had been done on this song in '95 with Paul's younger voice, and then right maybe then listen the song itself is four minutes and five seconds right and it's right. not and, and the only two verses that are the same are the first and the last the second right. one now and then if you go away is not the same as you know uh and if i make it through so right, right. even though it starts with you know the same thing it, i know it's true it might listen, sound repetitive I, but it's not. i i know it's a somber song you know it's not a song that people are like oh my god this is such a you happy uplifting like, yeah, song yeah, yeah again right. you're not it's not i know it's people probably were expecting that if they're disappointed right. you know i got a text from a friend of mine oh i'm a big beetle fan i was kind of underwhelmed i'm like yeah. well whatever like you have to understand what this song is 
for the legacy of the whole Beatles career right. 60 some odd years later. Come on, like, this right. is it. You know, come on. So if you accept it on those terms, right. then you'll you'll you won't be disappointed and not, the three of us and many others are not. We right. love it. Well, I had a friend who said it didn't have the Beatle magic. And I'm saying to myself, I said oh. to him too. I said, I got to be honest with you. If the four Beatles were alive today and in the studio as the Beatles, you wouldn't get the Beatle magic. Right. Because it, it was the of the time when the when every song came out it was of the time, and, and everybody was so expecting the Beatles, you know, to, to be great, and they were great, and they kept, you know, going up and up and up in terms right. of development. You know, it, we're talking about 80-year-old guys now, all right? <laughs> we're not, you know, I, and I don't mean that meanly, but we're, we're not talking about, you know, they're not going to be doing Why Don't We Do It in the Road or Strawberry Fields or, <laughs> or I Am the Walrus anymore. They're going <clears> to, <throat> you know, they're going to basically be like John was during Double Fantasy. Right. Great songs. But you know, more somber, more older, and, and older, somber. Song. Like you know, like we've done, we've done it all. We've done it all, and we are we we're proud of what we did, and we we miss right. our friends. That's what I, I hear. I, That's I it. This song is less of a dirge than "Free as a Bird." Yeah, Free as a I bird, agree. I mean, geez, come on. That yeah. I mean, the video. And that's the thing is, it's like when I think Beatles, I think energy. I don't think there's any energy whatsoever to "Free as a Bird." Uh, I mean, you know, Ringo's either. drumming is just, you know, it's just so. I mean, there's no energy to Ringo's drumming. I, I, you know, in "Free as a Bird," song, Ringo's drumming. There, is, there is to this. Yeah, it is. Well, well, I, 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 I happen, I happen to love "Free as a Bird." I think it's actually one yeah. of the best Beatles songs of all time. I oh, do. Wow. Oh, okay. I do. Okay. But I you know what? Listen. If you're listening to the song, and I said it a, a million times on our posts, listen more than once and listen in headphones. Yeah. Paul's right. bass playing headphones. at 81 is better than most play, bass playing at, <laughs> no, at 15, yeah. 18. Don't listen on here. Don't listen no. on this. No. Please listen no, to Paul's no. bass playing, which is amazing. Right. Ringo's drumming is, is typical Ringo. And actually, it's atypical Ringo and that good on Bro Sugar because when was the last time you heard him do rim shots? Right. Mm. Quick, uh, quick question on the product on the credits there. Now, Jeff Lynn was credited on this because of the work he did on it in '95. He wasn't brought back into this recently, right? No, 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 I, no. That's what I thought. No, because yeah. you know what, the production on this. No offense to Jeff Lynn, I don't want it to sound like Cloud Nine. I don't. Right. I don't want it to sound like Free as a Bird or Real Love either. Now, Cloud right. Nine is a great album, but right. it, it sounds a little dated now. Right. Uh, it has the typical ELO Jeff Lynn production sound. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want it on this. This is supposed to be a song for 2023. Right. Uh, now that's Paul. Frankly, it's great. Right. The now that's Paul doing the count in uh, at the beginning. Yes, and Ringo yeah. at the end. I yeah, think Ringo it's Ringo at the end. end. It is on at the end, but it's it's Ringo. That's Ringo. That's yeah. Ringo at the end. F and it fades out quick. It fades out quick, but it's him. But the way they did it, all the little subtleties that they did, right. like that, like Paul and Ringo, at the, you know, back in uh, the front and back, that that's wonderful. Listen, they, listen. There's a lot in this four minutes and eight seconds, right? There's strings. There's little guitar riffs, you know, the, the throughout the song. The harmonies there and everywhere are, yeah. are so good because you don't notice them. I mean, no, you, you do not. You, well, you do notice the the because one at the end, but you mm -hmm. don't notice here, there, and everywhere unless you're really listening and it's in different pitches and keys and, and it works so beautifully. It works. And I know there was a lot, Oh, they're going to, they're going to fly in harmonies from older Beatles songs. So it's not really authentic. You can't even really tell. No, you yeah. can't. No, unfortunately, the maybe one of the more disappointing uh, the aspects to the song for me is, is the George inspired solo uh, yeah. from, from Paul. But 
what you hear during that solo is breathtaking. All of the all of the backing vocals that you hear during that solo, I swear it just brings chills to your spine. I mean, the goosebumps, the hair on the back of your neck. In, in a way, you know, I was saying it kind of almost sounded like a wing song in a way. Too, yeah. Uh, with those early, you know, those early um, uh, backing vocals from Denny and Linda. Well, I, I really, right. really love that. But you know what got me also, and I, and I didn't hear it until like the eighth time playing it, um, on the second now and then, because on the yes. first now and then chorus, there's no harmonies above it. I mean, there's harmonies in the chorus, but there's no mm -hmm. background vocals on top of it. The second chorus starts with ooze and or oz, whatever it is, ooze, mm -hmm. I think. And, right. and I didn't notice it because you're so caught up in hearing the song. And now whenever I hear it, it opens the, the chorus with the ooze, and then you hear now and then I miss you. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, everything, the orchestration is very subtle. It's not yes. over the top. Yeah, no. The little tiny little staccato stuff in between, like, right. you know, where you hear. And then it. you do hear oh, in, the, in the left, if in the left headphone, when you're listening to our headphones, uh, I think it was about the 141 mark. You do hear some, some funky guitar, I think. From, yes. I think that might be from George. It is. It's it, it's that's George, George right? And also yeah. the opening acoustic is George. Okay. The opening yeah. acoustic is George, right? So that's yeah, what yeah. that was my question. Like, where parts were? Where are the George parts in the song? And, you and know, listen, Tom. I, I know you don't like the solo, but I, I I would love to know why. Because, I mean, Paul did. Look, Paul's never going to sound like George on slide. No, no. one sounds like George on slide. George had a such a distinct style, um, but. He, I, it wasn't obviously like you said in the doc. It was just a tribute. It wasn't supposed well, to be. Exactly. It was a tribute, right? right. It was tribute. a tribute, an, an homage right. to his fallen friend. And and right. I think you know, even in the documentary, they brought George in a lot. Uh, George yeah. did a lot of talking, in the, you know, meaning you know, either from clips or uh, you know, anthology stuff. But um, I, so I, the only one missing from the from the doc was John, really. Yeah. Um, but and we would, that, you know, I think they were very. I think they were very not kind because that's not the right word. Uh, they were very generous to George in, in, in all of this. Yes. And I think they really wanted to, he wanted to do that solo because maybe there wasn't the um, distinguishable guitar of George's that you would hear like in right. obviously real love and free as a bird. You, you know, just, yeah, you know, it's George, right? You know, right. So I think that's why he wanted to do the quote tribute. Right. I, I think it's a beautiful guitar it's solo. It's a. I, it's just. I think you're right. The other, the, everything around it, Tom, is, yes. is magnificent. It is. It's, it's just a, very dreamy, like. It's dreamy, like, and it's a beautiful song. When you think about what the lyrics mean, and that John right. and Paul are singing those words right. together, the and everything that those guys went through, and then you think about you, if you want to apply your own life to those lyrics, I mean, it's well, it's it is it is it is emotional overload when you think about the Beatles and their lives, and then if you think about your own. Well, right. I want to tell you right now, the one thing that got me and the reason we didn't interview Giles and we, we did, we always interview Giles after every single release and we were supposed to, but his mother passed. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, uh, and, and I think uh, as of this recording today was the funeral, um, mm. but um, can you imagine Giles was on the BBC one show, like either today or yesterday and and he's burying his mom right and and this song is being played a hundred million times uh can you imagine his emotions at oh yeah you know, with his own I mean, life 
with his right. mom and, and you know god right. bless her she was a wonderful woman hey uh, listen you know, according to according to mark lewis and if it wasn't for the affair the beatles would have never been signed right right correct but you know you do you know we're we're sitting here talking about the, our own mortality and now and then right. and, and and um and can you imagine what Giles was thinking with his mom with now and oh, then? Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. no. So yeah. that, again, personally, and then the the context of the Beatles themselves, when you hear in that four minutes and eight seconds or whatever it is, listen, that's what it is. That's the legacy of the Beatles in, in a nutshell. And if you can't appreciate that, then you, you have no emotional uh, well, you know, heart the other, in you. The other thing I will say, and I was thinking about this a lot because – I find myself crying all the time listening to this and thinking of my parents and, you know, I mean, thinking of everybody because, you know, my parents right. got me into the Beatles and now and then, you know, so, uh, I mean, it, it, it hits on so many levels and I know maybe a, a, an 18 year old wouldn't feel it like we are you know, no. we're a little older and I'm older than probably both of you. But, um, yeah. but again, the one thing I will say is with, with now and then languishing in the cupboard, so to speak, like Paul said, it did in the dock. As long as it languished in the cupboard, the Beatles could live. Mm. And and because George was on something and the the legacy could always continue. Once Paul finished this song, the Beatles are gone. Mm. Right. As a group. I mean, there's never going to be another Beatle song. There will no. be new product. There could be unreleased tracks. Oh, I mean, all that. But anything new. Forever. Right. Like, and I think listen, the legacy will last well after lunchtime. No, yeah. well after we are gone. <laughs> but in terms of the Beatles as a finite group, <clears throat> they said this is the Beatles' last song for a reason. Uh, mm -hmm. And if he didn't, you know, as long as Paul was breathing and, and Ringo are breathing, or even Paul breathing, and I don't mean that against Ringo, he could always, even if he was 95, he could go back in the cupboard and take it out and try to finish now and then, and the Beatles would still be a viable product, so to speak. Right. But with that being the last That's thing... Right. Right. I mean, it's done. And I think Paul realizes that. And, and you hear it. You hear it in his voice in the documentary, and you hear it in his singing, yeah. and, and you and his, and right. on, especially on the chorus. You hear yeah, it in this. You so, hear it. It's, it's heart wrenching, but so wonderful and joyous as well. Yes. Um, and I absolutely wish would just stop trying to psychoanalyze it. <clears throat> people were saying maybe it was written for me. And I'm like, I don't care. Well, what the, I'm, the, you know what? The cassette said for, for Paul, Paul, though. Who cares? Who cares? The cassette said for Paul, though, right? Well, I think maybe the cassette was for, for Paul, like, you know, to finish. <laughs> maybe not oh, okay. you know, written All for right. Paul. Right. So, okay. But it could have been for Paul. <clears throat> Look, right. it doesn't matter. You can put it for whoever you want. And if you have, right. if you want to put it for John singing to Paul and Paul singing to John, who cares? It's just such a beautiful song. And, and, and you know what? It's not as slow and ballady as it starts out. No. Right. Course, it becomes a different song. It does. So, and that's what I was really hoping for. I mean, I was, you know, I can I get the, you know, the slower intro, the piano, the, the right. hauntingness of the and piano. And the build-up, the build-up. And the build-up. And, and that's what I really loved about, the, you know, the build-up is, is fantastic. But listen, I mean, there was, there was a great comment in the documentary where George Harrison says, you know, to hear Lennon's voice, that's what we should cherish. And, and you know, and it really is, you know, a cherished moment to have this new song, you know, with with this Lennon vocal and, and what, what Paul and Giles and Ringo did with this is I think Barnon, uh, you know, a, knocked a it out of the park, knocked yeah. it out of the park. They, I mean, I hate to say this, but they did take a sad song and make it better, but right. quite frankly, 
you know, they took what they were given and right. made it something. Is it, I've said this a million times in the last two days. Is it the best John Lennon song ever? No. No. Is it the best Beatles song ever? No. no. Is it no. worthy of being in their canon and being the last word on the Beatles? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It is. And I wish people would just stop trying to psychoanalyze it. Just enjoy it for what it is. You're never going right. to hear yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never going to hear something as inventive as I am the walrus again. You're not. And you're not going to hear the exuberance of the young 20-year-old Beatles. This is the perfect ending to the Beatles catalog, so to speak. You know, again, if it's the end, I, I'm going <laughs> to say it is. But it's the perfect ending. It's, it's, it's such a great way to top off the legacy and say, you know, we're done. I mean, yeah, yeah. Paul and Ringo are still going to tour and they're going to play Beatles songs. And, and that's great. And, and we're going to get product coming out of the yin-yang for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Right. Uh, and then after I'm gone, probably too. But, right. But as far as the, the, end, the end to the Beatles songs and, and not even legacy, because that's going to last. But the end of the Beatles. It's the last right. Beatles song, just like they yeah. said it is. Yeah, you know, speaking of other product, I mean, I mean, listen, everything else was put on hold for for, for pretty much for this single, wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah. Yes, uh, I, I would expect Rubber Soul in the next year. Yes. Yeah. That, that's yeah, because nine of the tracks are done now that are going to be on the Red Album, so well, that's even, why. Even, yeah. Great. Well, even future like box sets for the solo camps too. I mean, I would imagine those were put on hold for for this yes. release as, you don't as well. To listen. If it's the last Beatles song. And, and, right. and they said everything the else has to stop. Correct. Everything. They, they said in the event that they're not even really worried about uh, a number one song. That's not what they're concerned about. They're really no. not. They're concerned about people just hearing it. And if it mm. goes to number one, that's a great perk. Or goes right. up. To, whatever it does. I, it, they don't care anymore. No. Nor should they. they. Right. But they just want people to hear it because it's worthy of hearing. Right. Absolutely. Agreed. Absolutely. Agreed. Um well, great, great, uh, Mitch. What, what do you have coming down the pipeline there for the Fab Four free for all? I don't know yet. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna actually, uh, we're gonna do a couple of shows on the red and blue. Um, expect those soon. Uh, we're hoping to do an unboxing of the color box very soon. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully, we'll be the first to do the unboxing. But uh, I will tell you that uh, for anybody listening here, that uh, I, I'm assuming you said this will be up on Saturday. Yes. Um, uh, you will not be disappointed by the red and blue. Um, that's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to say, listen in headphones again, uh, <laughs> because the Beatles are going to sound like they're in your room. Wow. It's a different experience. <clears throat> I know the red and the blue have been out a million times. Um, right. This is a different experience. Uh, awesome. Wow. That's, that's all even the, even the blue Mitch. Yes. Because, even though the blue is mostly tracks that they've done already from 17 on. Yes. There's still many tracks uh, right. you know, like Hey Bulldog. Fool, you know, on, Fool on the Hill. Well, right. Fool on, on the, the Magical Hill. Mystery right. Tour stuff. And, and the other added tracks too. Right. Um, which, I, I, you know, the red especially. You're yes. You're capturing the exuberance of the young Beatles again. Right. I, I, mean, I mean, if I needed someone... Uh, Wow, um, I know this boy. They isn't as they added this boy on there. I can't wait to hear uh, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can say no more. But oh my god, that's all <laughs> I'll say. Okay, <laughs> okay. Like, look, people don't have to go buy it. You have to buy nothing. You exactly. Don't have to buy single. You don't have to buy anything. You don't want to buy. Exactly. Yeah, and for all the people that say we just buy the same stuff that we bought for the last fifty years, you know what? 
Take no, it's not. Like, this is a new experience. Up. And it, it's right. a totally different experience. And they're not just doing it for. To, I hate when people say it's a cash grab. It's not cash grab. Yeah, I'm saying here. Yeah, come on. It's no, yeah. the Beatles need money. You know, talk that, tell that to the one point two billion dollar McCartney. Uh, I, you know, it's not like you know he needs it, but he wants people. To, they want the Beatles to sound fresh. They want the Beatles right. to sound like, you know, like they want that legacy to keep going. And and with this, I mean, geez, I, I, I it sounds really good. Other than that, you know, we're going to keep doing shows uh, when we can. We just, you know, we all we all get older. We all have either health issues or family issues or whatever we have that we can't always get together and record. Right. We'd like, uh, but you know, we're going to keep, we're going to keep beetling until they put me in the ground and Rob and Tony too, if I don't put them in the ground first. Um, yeah. No, but we are, we're going to, you know, I, look, people are, and, and again, I don't want this to sound egotistical at all, but people are thanking me for all the, for all the keeping them up to date. I'm a fan yeah. first. I am a fan first. I said it before. I'll say it again. If I can pump you up, if I can keep you informed, I'm going to do it because I love it. I'm not doing it for any monitor. We're not making any money on these things. I yeah. really just love the Beatles. And I love watching people get happy <clears throat> and with their enjoyment as well. When people yeah. said, you know, when I said, enjoy this, and people said, wow, Mitch, you were right. Well, guess what? You know, I love that because that only yeah. means that more people are going to be hearing the Beatles and spreading the word and they're going to be around for, you know, hundreds of years. Right. Absolutely. Thomas, well, what about started. you guys in Talk More Talk? Well, uh, we're going to be talking about, guess what, now and then. Uh, <laughs> um, Monday, I mean, uh, a couple days after this show is posted. So we'll be doing, we'll be going live Monday night to talk about uh, now and then. We'll have a special guest and, uh, you know, we'll have some more fun. Listen, I mean, we could talk about this song for hours. I mean, there's just right. so much, so many layers uh, and so many things to appreciate uh, about this song. So I, I'm looking forward to continuing to talk about this, whether it's here, whether it's Talk More Talk or with friends on, on Facebook and, and Messenger or, or whatever. So uh, really looking forward to that. And uh, thank you for all to all the new subscribers out there that have been coming in fast and furious on our YouTube channel. We really appreciate it. Um, you guys are, are amazing. Please keep those comments coming. We might not always comment or uh, comment to all of them, but we see them and we'll you know like them and all that stuff. But it, it's just been really, really great uh, to see so many new uh, subscribers coming in and, and appreciating uh, what we do. Uh, there was an email that I wanted to read from a um, from a past uh, show, but I'll have to get to that uh, another time. But yeah. uh, again, this has uh, just been exciting fantastic. times. Exciting times to be. Uh, yeah. Beatle fan and, and be in this universe and be blessed that we have this That's opportunity. It. Right there, what yeah. you just said is yeah. is a great way to end this because you know what? Ringo and Paul are still around. We are yep. blessed. We are. No matter, I don't care what Paul's voice sounds like. I don't care what Ringo does. If we are. Signing autograph. We are blessed right now. And we should really yes. you know, count our blessings that we can talk about a new Beatles song. Jesus. Yes. In 2023, we're talking about a new Beatles song. Come which on. is incredible. Which is um, incredible. So that that's going to wrap it up for episode 227. Um, Tom Honyati, Mitch Axelrod, thank you guys so much. 
um, for sharing our thoughts here for on this Thank momentous you. occasion and lots of episodes and lots of takes on the song. And we haven't even gotten to the Red and the Blue albums yet. So there'll be we'll be as like Mitch said earlier in the show, we got enough content to get us through the end of the year and then some. Yeah. So <laughs> and then next year you'll be you'll be hearing from everybody too with podcasts because it's gonna be a busy yeah. year. Don't forget mind games. That's yeah. confirmed. Rubber soul fan on the run. Uh, half, speed mask, half speed master i'm sure we're gonna get uh, it's coming gonna, yep. happy times and, and at some point we're gonna get london town and back to the oh, at on. some point at Come some on. point so uh we got a little reprieve of the wallet from revolver to now but here we go <laughs> i didn't get a reprieve on this i bought every incarnation of now and then yes right. same one I, I bought the 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 red and blue limited you know lp set I mean, all in. I, 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 I all in. It. Only way, to, only way to do it, Mitch. The only way to do it. All in. So, yeah. thank you everybody for tuning in today, and we will see you on the next episode of Two Legs. Take care, everybody, and enjoy now and then. Peace and love. Take care.